Welcome to the last ever episode of Frankly Speaking with Mayor B. Last time. I'm Frank Pezzanite III. I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we finish our series, The Hills Have Size, where today we cover the final episode ever of The Hills, Season 6, Episode 12, All Good Things, Ellipsis. I like that they ended on an ellipsis. Absolutely. Two years. Yep. High five. High five. Done. Two years and done. <laughs> just a just a shade under a decade. <laughs> um, and so we have tons of house cleaning, but first and foremost, um, we like we said, this is the last episode of Frankly Speaking with Mayor B, but this is not the last episode of us. So we can officially announce to all of you that the new name of our podcast is One Hit Wonderful. We are going to be covering any reality show that only covered one season. Um, most, a lot of you have already written us in with you know ideas of things we should cover. Keep them coming. We have a long list um, that we're going to make it through. Um, we have changed our social media. Some of may of you have already discovered this because we did it today before we recorded. Yep. We are now one hit pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. Um, hopefully, we checked, it's already changed on iTunes, so yep. you shouldn't have to resubscribe or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I am Podcast Republic. It hasn't changed yet. I don't think it will until this episode goes live. Um, but just in case we don't show up in your, well, I guess you won't be hearing this if we don't show up in your feed. <laughs> um, but I'll put something on Twitter about it as well. But we are now One Hit Wonderful on our One Hit Pod across all social media platforms. Our um, Gmail is still going to be frank at frankly Mayor, I mean, frankly Mayor B at Gmail because it was too complicated to change it. Yeah. And the RSS should not have changed at all, but if any of you have problems, definitely reach out to us on social and we'll try and figure them out. You shouldn't. Yeah, um, it should be pretty seamless. Yeah. It should just transfer from Frankly Mayor B to One Hit Pod. Yeah, we're also not podcast experts, so maybe some of you might have issues, so let us know if that's yeah. the case. Um, so, uh, we're going to now finish up as Frankly Mayor B, and as of our next episode, we will be One Hit Wonderful. So excited. Um, so, now that we're done with that, I have a, I have a ton of good house cleaning. Yeah, do it. So, let's start with Twitter. Um, Sleazy T Taylor tweeted us and said, Oh my God, white chicks too. And so many shout outs. I feel famous. Um, Sleazy T, you are famous. All of our fans who are famous. To us are yes. famous. Um, I would say our, our top most famous fans are probably Heather, of course, Gloom Cookie. Um, Taylor Anderson, Sleazy T, all of you who tweet us, Chris, Lee, Miss Megs, like the whole lot of you. Yep. Um, we love you. Keep it coming. Um, and then... Uh, Taylor did some uh, some research for us, and she got us the admissions for the Academy of Art. Yes. Um, you just have to have a proof of high school um, completion, and you can have a GED. Yes. To go uh, to school there. Um, let's see. Uh, and then uh, there was a back and forth between you and Taylor about the name change of the school. Um, she said, upon my research, it has undergone a name change probably when she applied 2004, 2005. Lauren was a year ahead of me in high school and I started college in 2005. It had its original name. Um, 
Uh, Heather wrote to us and said that if we decide to do Chaotic, she can hook us up because she owns the DVD. Heather, we may take you up on that. Yeah. She also said she still watches Kendra on top. Did you know that Kendra's best friend, Jessica, Stacy, the bartender's sister, was a playmate too? Yeah. That's how she and Kendra met. Also, a couple of seasons ago, Kendra started hanging out with Jade Nicole, and Jessica was not happy. Aha. Uh-huh. So good intel. Um, also, Heather is headed out to L.A., and she's going to send us pics of the Spidey Wedding Church. Um, she, let's hope it doesn't burn down when she sets foot in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris uh, Rodison said, love the, la- the latest podcast, and I'm totally living for all of Mary's details about the wedding. Yeah, you, like, knocked it out of the park with all your research. Um, Mallory, um, who's at Mallory EC19, said, latest episode is amazed. Can't wait for series finale. I remember hearing about the wedding reception when it happened. So I did some Googling. Um, and she, oh my gosh, did I not? I missed this one. I didn't like it or retweet it. I'm gonna do that right now. Um, so she sent us an article, a people article about, um, the actual reception. Um, which, oh, I didn't get a chance to read, which I'm going to read later. Um, it looks like it was at the Beverly Wilshire. I'm going to like and retweet this right now, Mallory. I'm sorry I missed it. Um, and she said, also found this one from someone who shot photos there, um, and sent us some, ooh, some great pictures of the reception. All right, I'm going to retweet this as well. And again, Mallory, my apologies. I just somehow missed these. Um, let's see. Oh, and I told you guys, and I did do this, that I was going to direct message Heidi on Instagram and ask her about moving to Italy and the high school dropping out thing. Um, And I did it very nicely, and she, of course, did not respond. (laughs) But I tried. Um, And then Lou at Scouting Tale um, said, let's get real when y'all's breakdown of this Fighty Wedding episode, also on the edge of my seat for the next series. And it was the day that we released it. So I said, "Um, it's already out. Um, and let's see, did you know, is that, let's see, that's a bunch of stuff that I liked and that's it. So that's it for Twitter. Now, I also wanted to thank Heather because she wished me a happy international women's day to me and all of her favorite female podcasters. So she included me in this incredible tweet with all of her favorite female podcasters, putting me in a league that I am far out of. And I was very flattered by it and it was quite exciting. Because she's amazing. Yeah. Now, um, I have some anonymous dirt that I received from an anonymous source who has to remain anonymous. Say anonymous one more time. Because this person, um, we don't want to cause any trouble for her. But basically, it's... Or him. (laughs) Or him. Him or her. Um, but basically, it's um, some information about uh, everyone's favorite sister, Holly. And uh, let's see. All right. So uh, this person has intel, a very good intel that is, and I've double checked on it, and it's 100% true, that Holly was a massive drinker. Um, and after the hills uh, at Holly's job, um, she would, um, put fake items about dating Justin Bobby in Us Weekly, things like that. She would put booze in her coffee cup in the morning. Um, she would get drunk and leave her car somewhere or text coworkers, um, to have them take her to work because she was too drunk to go into work. Um, she's also apparently a very super sweet and awesome person. Um, she was an office assistant at this company. Um, 
and uh, she left the job to go to rehab. Oh, well, that's that's good. She went to rehab, though. Yes. Um, and during this, uh, I I asked. The person, um, I said, I always thought the drinking was exaggerated for the show. I guess this makes sense because Heidi also definitely has a drinking problem. I wonder how she feels about Heidi's drinking. Um, and the intel said that she wasn't really on a speaking basis with any of her family besides her brother at the time. Fascinating. Yeah, so no Darlene, no Heidi, I guess because the drinking was so bad. And um, there... Um, I also was um, sent some amazing pictures that I shared with Meredith, but I don't really feel comfortable sharing with the group because they can yeah. come back to this person. Um, In the and, middle of our book club meeting that we weren't paying attention yeah, to. Yeah, we were totally ignoring book club <laughs> to talk about this stuff. Um, so she um, she's doing amazing now. She's married with a kid, and actually her job is that she runs a recovery center in Colorado. Oh, that's great. And I listen to... Um, there's a, a SoundCloud... Um, podcast called Sharing Our Stories. Oh, whoop, I didn't mean to play it. Stop! Stop playing! Oh my, what's happening? Um, sharing Our Stories with Holly Wilson. Uh, which you can hear now because I can't make it stop. Okay, there we go. Um, where she <laughs> where she talks about her recovery. Um, and she actually, it was a really interesting podcast. She was an alcoholic before she even started on the hills. She was that. already day drinking and she was never sober on the hills. Anytime we saw her, she was drunk. I believe that. Like, so that maybe that explains a little bit why Spencer is so fed up with her. If yeah. she was sitting around the apartment just boozing it up all day long. Well, it's really hard to be on your significant other's sibling side when they cause your significant other a ton of stress. Yeah. Or worry or concern or whatever. But, too, I mean, I would be really annoyed if someone was sitting around my house literally just boozing it up all day while I was also sitting around the house writing to read my books about... SEAL Team 6. Yeah, and um, military takeovers. Yeah, so, um, but it was, it's only a half an hour long, the podcast. It was really interesting, and she does talk a lot about that time, and um, it's funny, uh, she talks about how she was alcoholy even in high school. Like, that was a, her nickname long before they started calling her that on the hills. Um, and, let's see, I think that was about it, about alcoholy. Um, God, what a terrible nickname, <laughs> Huh? What a terrible nickname. Yeah, if you're going to have to have one. Um, now, if you do find her again, um, I was a little shocked. Um, because in some of the pictures I was sent, um, she spent Thanksgiving with her kid and her perv dad, who apparently is not in jail. And I wouldn't let him around my kids, but that's just me. Well, I guess a turkey dinner isn't exactly like, Dad, will you watch the kids overnight? Still, though, it's a picture of him, like, I don't know, it's gross. Um, well, they, we knew they stood with their dad, didn't we? We knew Heidi did. Um, I didn't know if Holly did. I guess we know now. But anyway, uh, great intel. I loved it. Um, yes. And so, to whoever you are out there, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, it was amazing intel. Um, and had a little fun deep dive on old Hall. Yeah, and I tried to... I tried to watch a few clips before we watched the series finale, and I looked for Drunk Holly on the Beach, and I just couldn't find it on YouTube, and I didn't want to pay for the episode. But I did watch Heidi's plastic surgery reveal, just to put my mind in a <sighs> That season. is rough. I remember tuning in just to see it, because I don't think the magazine had come out yet. They timed it to be with the hills, and it was, it, it's physically jarring. Yeah. And you feel so bad for her mother. Darlene is, 
her her mom is crying and she says there's no one in the world who could have looked like Heidi Montag. And then they do another reveal where she shows like Lo and Kristen and Audrina and they all can't look at her. Like they're having lunch and they're like <sighs> It's 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 tough. rough. It's really tough. Yeah. And her face is still so tight when she's in Colorado that she has a hard time speaking. Remember at first she like she's almost like whispering because of her chin and yep. she's like trying not to stretch things out. She's like are you telling me I don't look good? Because she can't raise her voice. <laughs> it's it's troubling. That's on YouTube if anybody wants to watch that. Oh, hides. I know. Um, so I did do a little bit of research just from the last 10 episodes of season five and the 10 episodes of season six. 11. 11 episodes of season six that we didn't watch just to kind of fill everybody in on what we quote unquote missed. I wouldn't say we missed it. Um, but... Kristen and Audrina obviously get off on the wrong foot about Justin, and that's a major drama for almost all of the 21 episodes that we didn't watch. <laughs> Audrina and Justin, until the very end, like, they finally decide to be friends in, like, the second-to-last episode of the series. Spencer really goes off the rails with his military knowledge and his crystals and all that kind of stuff. He presumably buys a house without Heidi's knowledge. You know, that beautiful mansion. Next door to, what was that kid's name? Enzo. Enzo, yes, yeah. Correct. And Heidi starts laying on how badly she wants a baby. So then Spencer has a lot of like crazy moments where he talks about like getting a vasectomy and all this kinds of stuff. And then um, at the end of season five, I believe he buys her a couple dogs to try and appease her. That she still has. Yeah. Um, Holly and her drinking. Brody and Jade were still together for a while and fighting, etc. And... Heidi's plastic surgery reveal, beginning of season six. Kristen's hard partying at the Super Bowl. They had tried to do an intervention on Holly as well. Heidi and Stephanie. Um, Ryan Cabrera is dating Audrina. And Kristen encourages Audrina to work it out with Ryan when Audrina and Ryan start having problems because Kristen has decided she wants to make a play for Brody. And she was jealous that Brody was looking at Audrina again, which... Brody. Um, so then there's that other whole plot where Brody starts dating this woman named Michaela, who I think was a sorority sister of Lowe's. That's right. And then Michaela's best friend is Allie Lutz, that blonde girl who I believe is now engaged to Doug Reinhardt. I think so. Or they were. And so then Kristen and Allie Lutz have all this drama from like 2005 when they were still high school aged over Brody. And it like brings Kristen and Brody closer. It's a big old waste of time. Um, they all go to Costa Rica and Kristen hits it off with a bartender there, which I forgot about. And Brody is jealous. But then when Kristen makes a play for Brody, he doesn't want her and says he's dating someone new. And I don't, was it Avril Lavigne? Ah, uh, probably that would have been around that time. Yeah. He was with Avril for a while and they were pretty serious. Yeah. So, um, Must I know it pre Lyme disease. Yeah. And I know it wasn't or this... lupus. What's wrong with her? Oh, I don't know. It's one of the Don't other. voice search it. Just type it. <laughs> well, I keep talking and I'll type it. Um, but I don't think it was this Michaela woman. And Michaela gets very upset when Brody comes to Kristen's defense in the fight against Allie Lutz. That's part of the drama with Brody and Michaela. Another thing that's very sad about Spencer and Heidi is that because of all of Spencer's craziness and him screaming at Stephanie and like putting crystals to his forehead... They actually do not make an appearance in season six after episode four. And 
I don't know whether that was a production decision or whether the entire cast didn't want to film with them anymore. Uh, or a combo thereof. I know the cast gets together on camera and talks about how they need to not spend time with Heidi and Spencer. Uh, that I remember. But I don't know what the official behind-the-scenes stuff was. So I think that's it. Yeah, okay, so Avril has Lyme disease. Uh, they definitely were dating in 2010. Okay, so yeah. The Kristen thing. And they dated for two years. Yeah. The couple whose romance was first reported in May 2010. Yeah. That's what I thought. I mean, they got tattoos together and everything. They were pretty... I mean, Brody gets tattoos all the time, but they were... Yeah. I remember them being pretty significant. So. All right. Series finale. Series finale. Um, Very short. Not a lot to talk about. No. Uh, so at the top we get... And I thought this was kind of a bummer. So we get a Kristen recap. And she basically, instead of recapping the entire series, recaps her like year and a half on the show. But she says few years, which is not accurate. And I get that it's a series finale of a reality show. So what they're laying on very thick is how they're all growing up and going in different directions. Like they're graduating from high school or something. Uh, whatever. It wasn't very exciting. Well, and honestly, at the end, when they do their like wistful staring into the sunset flashback montages, um, a lot of Christmas was from Laguna. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're merging things into Laguna that we never were before. Yeah, so I, know. Um, I was a little bummed about that. And then we get um, the Sheeprat has a new really ugly boyfriend, Josh. Um, we get um, Lo talking about whether or not she should move in with her boyfriend. Also, kind of ugly. Um, I just—he uh, was more thugly, like just kind of like dowdy. Like I thought that the Sheeprat's boyfriend looked dirty and gross. And Lowe's boyfriend just kind of was, like, the, on the eh side of average. Is fugly slightly better than ugly? I, I th- think so. Oh, I thought it was worse. I thought it was short for fucking ugly. Um, I, I feel like fugly <laughs> can still be fuckable. Oh, is that what it, fuckable ugly? Is that how you define it? That's how I define it. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we are on opposite sides of the spectrum yet again. Um, and then we, of course, get some Audrina and Justin Bobby stuff. I will say that watching this now knowing what we know about what happened to all their lives. It was a dark journey. Yeah. Especially for Lo. <laughs> like, knowing that she's still single and really unhappy about it and, like, wandrously aimlessly wandering the planet hawking organic tampons. Like, it's just, I, it, I feel for her. And Audrina. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dating rock stars, marrying a guy that was a BMX rider, and now she's trying to get, like, another restraining order on him as of, like, this week because she says she's never been more afraid of him than she has recently. I know. I saw that. It's really bad. It's very sad. And then Kristen, actually, she's come out all right. Well, what I was going to say, and I have something to say about this later about Kristen, but um, is basically that of all of them. Like, in this episode, she's the most, like... I'm adrift. Like, what am I going to do? Everyone's life is amazing, but mine. And 10 years later, she's the only one with an amazing life. Yeah. And even Brody, he's engaged, but he's been engaged for like three years. He's still doing the same stuff he always was. And same with Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie's life hasn't changed one iota. She's just on a different show now. Yeah. She's financially secure and stable, but... Yeah. Um, I was also curious when Kristen Cavallari met Jay Cutler. I don't know. I wonder if they met at this, like, Super Bowl. Oh, when she was wasted? 
Maybe. Maybe they met in Europe. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> don't get me started on that. That really bugged me, too. Um, and we also don't get locations. Aha, uh-huh. they met in fall of 2010. Anyway, we don't get locations on scenes anymore. We get we got a few, like, cities, but they don't... They, like, wouldn't tell us what restaurant they were at. They would say whose house they were at. We got Lisa Klein. Oh, we did. We did get Lisa Klein. We didn't get the golf course. And we got the Roosevelt Hotel. But we didn't get the golf course. We got everyone's houses. There was a lot of less uh, public filming, too. Yeah. Um, And when the scene opens... So the scene opens and we get Audrina for the four billionth time saying, I just seem to be by myself. Fuck you, Audrina. Yeah. And they're sitting outside at somewhere. My asshole. I don't... Like, whatever. (laughs) And they're all talking, so this is the same scene that every Laguna Beach person had when they did the graduation from high school episode. Uh They would do this, like, giggly, funny, like, where do you think we'll be in five years thing. And that's basically what they were doing. And they were all talking about now that they're in their mid-twenties, they need to take life really seriously. It was, I got secondhand embarrassment. Well, and was it Stephanie that tried to coin the term but didn't quarter life crisis was like we're like mid-20s but like having a life crisis yeah oh also another thing we missed between um our last episode and now stephanie's dui so she meets this motocross rider because he's also sober at the party that's how they hit it off oh that's right i forgot she started drinking again yeah well officially yeah so she got another dui between then and now i forgot about that so stephanie also got a nose job and she looks good yeah, um, you said that, and I was noticing that I feel like Lowe should have gotten a nose job. Yeah. Um, I did confirm it. Stephanie got a nose job in 2010, and maybe just a very slight lip injection, because she had a very thin top lip before, and now she has, like, a slightly fuller top lip. And now she has a whole new face. She really does. Um, that said, I like her nose job. Yeah, and yeah. I like her new face. Yeah, I'm jealous of it, but... She just doesn't look like her anymore. No. And it's funny that finally now, in the very last season, she got a nose job. I feel like it would take maybe two episodes of myself on television to, like... <laughs> well, it, she probably needed enough time to heal. Like, yeah. she had to wait until they had a big enough gap. I mean, they filmed this pretty quick. That's true. So she probably had to wait until they had, like, a four-month... I mean, I'm sorry, like, four- to six-week gap. Yeah. So they all talk about how they're in a really happy place. And Audrina is talking about moving out of Hollywood, and they all say it's a great idea. And we're figuring out who we want to be... And then they ask Lo how she and Fugly Scott are doing. And she says, I want little babies. And they all get really excited about it. Didn't she just say she's 25? Well, but there is a contention of people. And I definitely had friends in my early 20s who, I mean, didn't do it. But were like, I have baby fever. Like, that ain't a thing. Okay. I'm, I'm so bad at that. Like, wedding episodes and baby talk. I'm like, huh? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> So then Kristen says she hasn't talked to Brody and nothing's happening for me anymore. It's so hard to be pretty and rich, Frank. I know. It really is. Kristen looks so good in these episodes. Though. I was going to say, uh, I have a lot, like later on I have a lot to say about that. But yeah, she looks amazing. And in every scene almost, she's wearing short shorts and damn. Yeah, she's got amazing legs. She, Kristen looks great, man. Yeah. Sorry. I gotta, the girl crush is real. Because she's thin, but she's not like gross skinny. Like, she's got she's muscle actually, definition and... She's even thinner now, but in these episodes, I like her I like her a little stronger than she is right now, like in present day. She's going the E-Hollywood very... Oh, yikes. Yeah, she's pretty thin now. 
Um, so then we go to the golf course, our driving range. It looks like both, actually. Um, and Brody, Frankie, and Taylor are driving some golf balls. And Frankie has... I hope they poured one out for a sleazy tea. I know. They're, uh, they ask Frankie if he has any new girlfriends. He says he's got a flavor of the week, and she's a speech therapist. And then Taylor makes a joke about how... Frankie stumbled over to her drunk and she decided he needed speech therapy. <laughs> Bless you, my dear. Thank you. So then, Yeah, that was pretty funny. It was funny. And then they asked Brody about the Kristen saga and he says, well, I'm seeing someone else now. And then Taylor makes a joke that I didn't find funny and he says, well, Kristen probably has a voodoo doll with your face on it. Um, someone that hot is not that pathetic for Brody. Stop it. No. And then they say, you guys are still friends, right? And then there's this like hesitation on Brody's part. It's, well, he's like, yeah, why wouldn't we be? Yeah. Uh, we're really trying to drive home drama in the last 10 minutes. So then we're shopping with Stephanie and Lo. At Lisa Klein. Yes, at Lisa Klein. She's the one who did the necklaces with the two, like, trucker girls, right? Oh, that's the... Didn't you see the awning on the store? Yeah, it's the black awning on the store. With the trucker girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Because um, I, I think we went there another episode way back Oh, we, yeah, we definitely have. Yeah. So then Stephanie starts talking about her almost boyfriend, Josh, who is a motocross rider and a friend of Brody's. And she said that he invited her out to see him race, but it's two hours away. And Lo says, you should go, you know, um, put yourself out there. And I looked him up. His name is Josh Hansen, and I've got some more details about him later. So then Stephanie asks Lo, what about moving in with Scott? And Lo says that she, oh, she's always wanted to stick to her rule of not living with a boyfriend unless they're engaged. And Stephanie says, I think you should take the advice you just gave me and put yourself out there and be happy. That's a great, that's a good tip from Stephanie. Yeah. Didn't work out. No. <laughs> Didn't work out for either of them. So then we go to Kristen's house, and then I realized another thing about season six in particular is all the real estate porn that this show started to dole out. There are no crappy condos on this show anymore. Well, and I'm curious to know, I mean, I guess we didn't really have any basis for how Lauren purchased her house either, because I'm sure her People's Republic job wasn't covering that. Yeah. But um, Kristen doesn't even pretend to work, does she? No. So Lauren and Kristen's fathers work together, um, which was always kind of funny. Um, I think because Lauren's dad is the architect, he built Kristen's dad's house. But I think Kristen's dad had something to do. Like one's an architect and one's the general contractor. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, But so I think I looked it up back when... No, never mind, I didn't. I'm confusing it with Jason and Lauren's Malibu house. But in the season five, Kristen has that beautiful place on the beach. And now she's got this really nice, like, Spanish-style house in the hills with, like, an outdoor fireplace. Not unlike Lauren Lowe and Audrina's house, but smaller and nicer, actually. Um, and then I remembered Heidi and Spencer got that big, modern house next door to Enzo that apparently Spencer bought behind Heidi's back. Like, no, he did not. But at least Spencer and Heidi had Hills money. Like, we could at home be like, oh, they used their Hills money to buy that. Kristen hadn't been on the show that long. Like, are we, like, are we, I wonder how she was pretending she got this house. I think they just showed up there one day, honestly. I feel like that's what they did with her massive beach house, too. Yeah. 
Um, so she and Stacy are having wine outside by the fire, and I totally forgot that's why Stacy was invited to the wedding, is that she becomes Kristen's bestie. And they're kind of a force to be reckoned with at first, I think. They're both very pretty. Yeah. Um, so Kristen admits that she's been bummed about Brody, and Stacy says, well, the friends with benefits thing was not going to work anyway. And I forgot that Kristen and Brody had a very public moment about that in one of the episodes. They basically announced to the group that they're banging, but that's it. Okay. So then Kristen says, everyone's life is changing in a great way. I mean, where is my life going? It's time for me to go. And I think the way to do that is to make a big change. And I've got to move and do this. I need to be scared. Somewhere in Europe is the answer. Somewhere. throughout the episode, she talks about moving to... Pick a fucking country, Kristen. Why couldn't they say a location? She just I'm moving says, to France. I'm moving to England. I'm moving to Spain. Like, pick a country. Austria. Pick a country. Even better, Stacy says, do you know anyone out there? Yeah. On an entire continent? Is where? That- like, Fival? Somewhere out there? Yes! Like, where- Come on, Stacy. Yeah! Why didn't Kristen just answer the question by saying, I have a friend in Spain, so I might start there? I Make also something feel up. like, and I have no room to talk because I'm not bilingual either, but I doubt that she speaks any other languages. So I feel like you are going to England or Ireland or Scotland. She pretended to speak Spanish a lot when she was wasted in Cabo. Oh, she did? Prob- yeah. So maybe Spain? <laughs> She's not going anywhere. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. So then she has to go find out what she wants in Europe. This is just her plot now. During my existential crisis, I'm probably going to move to Asia. (laughs) I'm going to go to South America. I'm going to mix it up. So then it's time for her to make some new memories. So then we go to Corona, California. Ugh. Yeah, this was dumb. I just started to vomit. Yeah. So Stephanie goes to see Josh motocrossing. All I could think of was, and you're probably way too young for this, but there used to be a Charlie Brown motocross movie. Because it was like a big thing in the 70s. Like, motocross was a really big thing. Um, and all I could think of was Pigpen. Because there's Pigpen was like in motocross. Yeah. And he just like rode around with a giant dust cloud around him. Yeah. And that's what Josh reminded me of. Well, it reminded me of the Disney Channel movie, Motocrossed. Oh, I didn't know there was a Disney. Were the Olsen twins involved? No, but a girl cuts off all her hair to compete as a boy. And then she falls in love with like her biggest competition. You know, we recently just had Women's Day. And I would like to say that there are so many movies of girls having to pretend to be boys to get ahead. I want someone, I'm going to put the call out there to the world and just putting it out there. I want a movie where a boy has to pretend to be a girl to get ahead. Ladybugs. Oh, is that, what is that? When Jonathan Brandis joins the girls' soccer team as a girl. Although that's to help them be better. Yeah, no. Uh Uh-uh. All right. Like, that's not, that doesn't count. I do love that movie, though. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my friend call each other Penny Pest. Like, it has to be, like, compete in a beauty contest or something. There's gotta be one. Someone needs to make one. It'll occur to both of us, like, one hour from now. I mean, there's white chicks, but, like, that's a whole other can of apples, but... (laughs) Can of apples. All right, so Stephanie's sitting around this giant dust bowl under a tent... It's probably a thousand degrees outside, and she's, like, sitting by a truck. It, it looks like my personal hell, honestly. And then she says, I can't believe this is what you do. It's so scary. Well, it was also a, right off a highway. Yeah. Because it's a giant dust pit. And then she says, you're the manliest guy I've ever dated, pulling a Sheena Shea. 
Um, well, she also says that he is, she loves him because he's so macho, but he's actually just really a care bear. Yeah. Um, so I would like to call him dirt bear from now on because he's just <laughs> a big, gross dirt ball. <laughs> So then they talk about how they like hanging out with each other. Where do we stand? Not seeing anyone else. Do you want to not see anyone else? You're very rare. I'm glad I came all the way out here to Corona, California. And came out to Corona and got a boyfriend. And, um, again, not being well-versed in motocross, do you just ride by yourself? Like, there was no one else around. Like, I feel like he would be with a crew or there'd be some other people there. It looked like he was practicing. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, I would think you'd practice with others. Like, there, that's, there's got to be, like, a, that's got to be a track, like a dirt yeah. track. Yeah. No, but it I seemed have... like just the two of them, no one else around. Yeah. No idea. Um, so they broke up in August 2010, and when asked to comment... Oh, so they were together for five months? Doubtful. Um, they met in, like, May, so I think it was just kind of a summer oh, okay. thing. But they did go to a couple events together, and then his rep commented that they were never an official item. All right, fair enough. Yep, so it didn't work out for Stephanie either. So then we're at Brody's condo, and he's swimming laps as Kristen struts through, wearing a dress and six-inch sandals next to the pool. That's just a disaster waiting to happen. She looks good, but it's a bit much. And so then she says she's going to Europe. I'm just going to be moving to Europe for a little bit. Maybe for the summer. And again, Brody does not say, what country? Where in Europe? No. So then Brody wonders if he has anything to do with it. No. And then they have this exchange about Brody's phone ringing and does he want his phone? And isn't your girlfriend mad when you don't answer the phone? And Brody says, why do you say it like that? And then she says, I want to tell you I'm having a going away party. And Brody turns into a toddler and says, I'm not celebrating you leaving. She says, well, I I hope you would come to my party. And he says, well, I'm not going to. And then she says, okay, well, I guess I'll see you around. And she walks away and he goes, have fun at your party. You know why he can't come to her party? Because we don't know where it is or what day it is or what time. Yeah. And because she's not going away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually when you invite someone to a party, you give them a detail or two. Yeah. I know. I mean, this whole episode should just be called Vague. I'm going to have a party in Europe. <laughs> I'm going to pack some things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For my party in Europe. <laughs> Maybe some shoes. So then we go to Hermosa Beach, California. And Audrina has bought another house. A really pretty house. Yeah. Another real estate porn right on the beach. Beautiful, yeah, modern gorgeous. house. Like it much better than her Hollywood house. And so... They go outside on the porch, it's her and Stephanie, and they see a hot guy riding his bike, and Stephanie says, hey baby, and he yells back, Tower 24, and Nadrina giggles, and she was like, oh god, that means he's a lifeguard, and now she's gonna potentially run into him from time to time. Amazed. I loved it. Um, And she asks Stephanie how things went with Josh, and they had the talk. And then Audrina's not going to Kristen's going away party because of Justin and Ryan, meaning Cabrera, and we don't see either Justin or Ryan there, by the way. Nope. And then... And because she's packing. Yeah. And then they talk about how everyone's doing their own thing, and what's going to happen to all of us? Not a lot of good stuff. Um, Well, I like that Stephanie says, um, it's like we're all growing up, it's weird. 
Um, no, you're not. Because specifically you, Stephanie, are not growing up. Because eight years from now, you're going to be doing the exact same thing just in Europe. Yeah. Um, Audrina also looks great. She does, yeah. Hair color better? Is it the highlights? I, 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 I actually like her hair darker. It's lighter. I, I prefer it darker. Yeah. They don't look bad, though. I like the cut. I just I, I like it better darker. Yeah. She looks pretty, though. I'm sure Justin's still doing her hair. I mean, he's a talented hairdresser. Yeah. So then we go to the Roosevelt Hotel, and the music is really intense in this episode. Like, a lot of it's a little angry. Yeah. I forgot to mention that when Stephanie went to the dirt bike track. We got yelled at by some really bad rock song to fit. Um, I liked it. It was It's like that kind of Limp Bizkit-y, like, metal rap stuff. Motor, motocross. Yeah. 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 But then the scene where we arrive at the Roosevelt is not entirely dissimilar. It's a little bit... No, very similar. Yeah, it's intense. So then we see Lo and her boyfriend, and we see Frankie dancing. Kristen shows up and looks so hot. It almost looks like what Heidi wore to her rehearsal dinner. The, like, kind of open-shouldered, like, skin-tight black dress, but it looks a lot better on Kristen. No offense to Heidi, because it looked good on her, too, but Kristen looks really pretty. Um, Stacy, She's wearing a one-shouldered fabric, like, lycra or cotton turquoise, like, cinched at the shoulder number. It's not cute. Um, I was too busy being distracted, and I'm glad we're ending on this note, because it wouldn't be the hills if I wasn't confused about the temperature. Because it's a pool party. <laughs> yeah. And there are people in bathing suits, there are people in the water. Meanwhile, Josh, Stephanie's boyfriend, is wearing a ski hat. Um, Brody is wearing a t-shirt with a shirt over it and a hat and jeans. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Like, it could be 85 degrees, it could be 65 degrees. I don't know what's going on at this pool party. It is confusing. I have no idea. It, it seems appropriate, though. Yeah, I'm glad. It's a good way to end it. Yeah, and they all talk about how Brody's not coming, and then the very next shot is of Brody getting out of his Cadillac. Of course. And then he says he wanted to see Kristen off, and, you know, when we were doing our thing, I didn't understand your feelings, and I thought it was fun, and then Kristen cries, and he says, don't leave. And Kristen cries again later. Is she actually a good actress? Like, what's going on? I think she's probably better than others we've seen. I mean, as evidenced by this episode, at least. And they used, they dated when they were kids. Maybe it's not that hard to, like, drum up fake emotions about. Well, I could see at this party, because I'm sure she'd had a little bit of alcohol, and I feel like it's always easier to exaggerate your emotions when you're a little drunk. Um, but later, she's sober, allegedly. Yeah. So, I'm going to give her an A++ for acting. Yeah. So then we briefly go to Lowe's boyfriend's house and she's talking about how hard it is to pack with a hangover and she has a single box and they talk about how she's moved in. Um, I wrote Scott's house, Z's. Yeah. It was a snooze fest. I'd spend my life with you. I'd marry you right now. You're perfect. My Lies too. Yeah. How, totally. how long were they together? I don't know. Do you want to start talking about the last scene? I can look it up. Um, yes. Okay. So the last scene, we are at Kristen's house, um, which is gorgeous as we already discussed. And she's, she's wearing white looking short a white shirt. Oh. She looks amazing. Yep. Like she's just gorgeous, like a thoroughbred. Um, Stacy is there. Alleged, I don't know if she's supposed to be helping her pack or what she's what her purpose is. Um, Kristen has two suitcases that aren't even that large, like a carry on and one a little bit bigger than a carry on, which is not much to take if you're moving to Europe forever. Um, didn't have anyone lease the house, you know, very strange. So they walk outside. Um, Kristen kind of looks back longingly for a second. And of course, 
and this is also a, a trope of the hills that happens often, um, as soon as they get outside for Kristen's car service, who should be parking and come walking across the street but Brody. Yep. Um, Love to do that to Lauren when she was headed to Paris. Like, that's just... Somehow Brody magically is intuitive and knows exactly when your car service is arriving to go to the airport to show up to ambush you. Yep. Um, so he shows up and basically says, like, don't leave. If I had known that me talking to another girl was going to cause you to leave, I never would have done it. Um, you mean too much to me. And that's when she cries. Um, and she basically says, you know, I'm not going for you. I'm going for me. And then they hug and she hops in the car and drives off. Yeah. And then we, is that when the montage has started? Yep. So then we get a beautiful reimagined version of Unwritten. Um, much more it's like really acapella nice. and slow. It's of very course. pretty. And we get Kristen's montage, which as I said earlier in this podcast, started with Laguna Beach and Stephen Coletti um, up to present. Then we get Lowe's montage. Yeah. Which show, finally we get some fucking Lauren. Yeah. With a couple of pictures of Lauren and Lowe's montage. Then we get Stephanie's montage. And was that it? Did, oh, and Adrena's montage. Yeah, we don't get anything on Spencer and Heidi either. No, nothing. No. Not a word. No, they're not even mentioned. We see Heidi in a shot of Audrina's when they're in the hot tub in season yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really sad that neither Lauren nor Heidi nor Spencer were even... Their names didn't even come up in this episode. Or, like, they couldn't have made an appearance at Kristen's going away party? Yeah. I don't know. Because she's going to Europe, guys. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and so the car drives off. And then... This is truly iconic. Yeah. Um, the camera pans out. The backdrop behind Brody gets rolled away. You see that they're actually on a... So they're not even on a soundstage. They're just, like, on a movie lot, like, in between the sound stages. Um, and they say it's a wrap. And then you see that Kristen's car has been right there the whole time. And she gets out. And she and Brody hug. Yep. And it was ranked the number 21 out of show finales. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's hysterical that they, like, gave us a nod to the fact that it was fake. Yeah. Um, so any info on Lowe and the Yes. Bow? So Lowe and this guy, Scott, dated for two years, and they split in December of 2010. So Oh, damn, Lowe. Moved in and moved right back out. Yeah. Moving in together did not work, and then she was single for quite a while. She started dating a businessman, Jeremy, in 2014. I believe that's when she moved to New York. And then that's the guy that she just broke up with recently, and now she's back in L.A. Yeah. And she says it's because she missed her family, but they also, she and Jeremy moved in together and got a dog together and all that stuff, so. Well, I remember they broke up, and then she went on that, like, one-woman journey. Like, didn't she go to, like, New Zealand or something? Yeah. She, e pray loved it. Or yeah, whatever. she yeah. did. Yeah. That's it. That's it, guys. End of the hills. I can't believe it. I know. I... I'm trying to think if I have any like major takeaways and I don't, I'm trying to think of if I like flip by the Hills, if it's ever on TV, will I watch it now? I would, I guess it depends on what episode it is because I feel like I would know all these fun tidbits about it that I didn't know a couple years ago. I would for sure. So that's a wrap on the Hills and that's a wrap on frankly speaking with Mayor B. So from now on we are one hit wonderful. Yeah. Um, and you can find us on Twitter at one hit pod. And Instagram at one hit pod. And if you want to email us, we are still frankly Mayor B. Yeah, at gmail.com until Mayor B figures that out because I'll try. Yeah. But I think, well, I mean, people don't need to know that. We can talk about that later. But I didn't think you could just change your email address without you to get a whole new one. 
I don't know. I'll do some investigating. We'll see. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys. And we will be coming to you next with Kel on Earth. Get excited. Because we are. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. <laughs>